Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Another good day, another good Monday, another win, 1-0. No goals conceded, six points out of six. Can't be bad, the performance wasn't that good, but if it's not making a habit of that, then I'm not too fussed about that. Got a great panel again uh, this week. Adam's back. Hi, Adam. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, Bob from Bob Spur TV. Uh, if you don't uh, follow Bob Spur, what are you doing? Follow him. Uh, how are you doing, Bob? <laughs> All good, mate. All good. Uh, good. Another good three points. And um, yeah, yeah. And Arsenal getting beat again. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't follow Bob Spur TV or know about it, where can they find you? Yeah, Bob Spur TV, uh, YouTube at Bobsy73 for Twitter, mate. Cool. Get liking on that and get subscribing. Uh, also, Brad Matthews, no relation to Adam. Uh, <laughs> I've been in- informed. Hi, Brad. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, thanks. It's a, it's a Monday, which is normally a bit of a downer, but we had a good win on the weekend, so that, that improves things, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you were mentioning as well, Off-Air, uh, you've got a music channel potentially coming on YouTube. I, I will in probably probably September. Uh, it's just going to be a channel with my own compositions on that I, I started to write when I sort of had my birthday a couple of years ago and had that magical age of 60. And uh, I've been sort of learning guitar for the last year and a half. I mean, I played it when I was 15, but, you know, you sort of tend to forget stuff. And it's my own compositions. I'm not in, I'm not trying to get to Glastonbury or be picked up by a record label. <laughs> my, my own amusement. And just so I've got some sort of digital record and my thoughts on the world that are, you know, out there somewhere. So, yeah, that's it. So, I've, seen, I've seen some of Brad's stuff and it is great. <laughs> I, saw, I saw his uh, tribute to... Uh, Dave, uh, David, uh, Irish Hotspur, and yeah, it was. Uh, he's uh, well, he's not doing himself any justice. He's, he's, he's very well, good. Think, he's very think good. about think about that, Bobby. It was actually my own tune, so we avoided copyright issues. So. Ah, brilliant! brilliant. <laughs> go, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, excellent. Looking forward to that you, one. You got Brad's uh, Twitter handle there at Brad Hotspur. Uh, follow that, and I'm sure you'll get all the details when the YouTube channel uh, launches. Uh, Back to the game, obviously. That's what we're here for. Uh, we're winning ugly. I, I say we're winning ugly. That's one game. Uh, but we won ugly yesterday. Uh, as long as we don't make a habit of that, I'm not too bothered, even though the performance wasn't that great. But, Adam, uh, what were your overall thoughts of the game? Yeah, I mean, we've got the all-important three points. First away game of the season, which is good. Um, but it was sloppy. Um, there was there was a lot of sloppiness in, in possession. Um, Wolves, they, they, you know, I think they had 20, 20 shots on goal. They they, sh- they should have got they should have scored. Um, obviously, trial away was was put put through one on one from a, a dire mistake. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- those are the games that um, you know we've got to win, and we did. We got the three points. We come away two out of two, so can't really complain too much. Let's hope we can um, play a bit better against Watford. Yeah, Bob, what were your thoughts of the game? Uh, 25 shots on goal or something like that for Wolves, but only really that one clear, clear chance for Traore. What did you think of the game and and the way we played? I think considering it's... uh, There's not going to be that many away wins this season. Well, certainly to begin with, you know, with uh, all the uh, home teams playing in front of their own fans after 18 months, nearly two years out out of the game. So... Away wins are going to be hard to come by. I think fixtures results prove that. Um, I'm going to take this the the other way around. For the second consecutive league game, I never thought we were going to concede. 
the only chance they had was from a dire mistake. Uh, they had 24 five shots, but they had the same shots on target as us. Um, all the other shots for me, um, I, I cannot remember Larice making uh, having to make a save. They weren't, they didn't hit the bar, they didn't hit the post, they weren't close shaves. There wasn't a single chance for Wolves where I'd sit back and thought, and I, and I think, ah, they should have done better there. No, because there, were, there weren't great chances. The the highlights reel, uh, the highlights will be all about Spurs' chances. We should have scored three. If we're going to sit here and say Wolves should have got a few goals, should, should have scored a goal, then you have to counterbalance the argument and say Spurs should have got three or four. You know, the Sonny one-on-one, the Kane, uh, the double save from... Um, Bergwijn and Sonny, the, the dire header, the Bergwijn chance. Yeah, we should have got three or four if the if you're going to use the arguments both ways. Because, like I say, apart from that one chance, um, they didn't do anything. And like I say, the only, they only got that chance through 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 Dyer's um, mistake. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's a Jose-esque performance. I don't think it was. I thought we had a lot more stamina towards the end. We always looked dangerous going forward. One thing we lacked under Jose was was fitness. And uh, Nuno sorted that out. No point putting your identity across uh, and a way of play if, if the guys can't run. So first and foremost, uh, position was to uh, task was to get them fit. So like I say, considering the manager's only been there under sixty days, we're away from home. We've got a best player out uh, on the bench. As two probably our two best players out. Um, I thought going away from home against a very good Wolves or a good Wolves a well-established Premier League team and come away with a 1-0 win without looking like we're going to concede. Um, yeah, I thought it was uh, very good considering all the factors. Yeah, and I, I agree with you, the, the fans. I think for, certainly the first couple of months of the season before the novelty wears off, home fans will make a huge, huge difference. So, I mean, yeah, Brad, that, that makes the result even better, doesn't it? The first game, Wolves have played at home with fans for, I don't know, 18 months or, or something like that. They've got Jimenez back, which is a big boost for them as well, and the fans. Uh, I, I, I slightly disagree with you, Bob, in the fact that you never thought we concede. I've been a Spurs fan for too long. I can never think like that. <laughs> uh, what did you think, Brad? Did you think it was comfortable in the end, or do you think we rode our luck, or, 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 or I, what were your I, thoughts I, on it? I don't, I don't think we rode our luck. Uh, I, I, I probably agree with actually most of what Bob said. Uh, yeah, hindsight's a wonderful thing, and I'm sure, Drew, when I'm watching the game, I'm thinking, oh, how are we going to survive? How are we going to survive? <laughs> when you actually look back at it, they didn't really have any chances, and we tend to keep them away from the danger area. And I like the way that we kept at it. Even though we were under the cosh, especially the first 10, 15 minutes, we just kept going, kept going. Fitness came into it. Uh, and we were always a threat. We always had that that sort of outlet that we could get up, up the other end and score. And yeah, you're right. We, you know, uh, son of the one on one, Kane of the one on one. Yeah, the double save, the little flick from uh, Bergwin that, that Son hit. Uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, we we had chances there. So I, uh, yeah, we need to improve. Don't get me wrong. We need to improve, and we need to get to a situation where we can control the midfield a little bit more. I think we. Gave way too much possession and, and you know we didn't win the second ball as much as I'd like. But but yeah, we 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 kept fighting, we kept fighting, and yeah, it was a, a good team performance because I can't really say who I thought our best player was. Uh, <laughs> a really good team performance, yeah. So uh, and I, as I say, hindsight's a wonderful thing. I'm no tactical genius, but I did feel more comfortable defending. I did feel that 
Whereas last season, it was, all oh, they're going to score, they're going to score. You're just waiting for it. Yeah. But this time around, I did feel more comfortable. We didn't defend us as deep as we used to under Mourinho. And I think I said to other people, we seem to enjoy our football now. I think we were scared when we were under Mourinho. I really do. And now we seem to have that confidence. And uh, yeah, I, I'm well pleased. Well pleased. But we do need to improve. Let, let's 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 straight out there. Definitely need to improve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one man who was superb, and that's the record breaker, Hugo. 300 Premier mm. League appearances. I've been very critical of him in the past, certainly when he was making mistakes. Mm. But yesterday, he really earned his money. Uh, brilliant save. Uh, well, a brilliant save against. Um, Triolway, considering the Triolway should be scoring that, but it's the one player for Wolves you want that to go to. Uh, but he still had to save it. Uh, what, what do you make of him, Adam Hugo? Overall at Tottenham, uh, he's obviously made mistakes, but maybe that was lack of competition. Uh, but yesterday he was superb and didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, I think he's a great shot stopper. Um, yeah, he did well for the the, the Triolway one on one. He, he um, he reacted to it very quickly. Um, uh, he's had a couple. He's had a tough few few years, I think. Um, I, I don't know what it was. Maybe confidence or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure. Not having maybe the the, the the players in front of him to give him that protection. And, um, but yeah, great goalkeeper, and um, he's 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 got to be number one this season. Um, yeah, uh, I mean he's, he's been a great servant for. Spurs, and um, I hope he stays for for the rest of his career. Really, hmm. I mean, Bob, we've got a little bit of an issue where he's thirty-four. We've got no one as a ready-made replacement. I mean, goalkeepers are fairly pricey now compared to what they used to be. I don't think yeah. you're going to get a top-quality goalkeeper for under forty million. So, how do we go about replacing Hugo? And how many years do you think he's got left? I mean, him personally, I think he's got another three or four years, you know, seasons in him, but certainly three, you know, they go until uh, late 30s anyway. But obviously, he's in his last year of his contract. We've, we've brought Galini in. If he starts playing a few more cup games and uh, we do get to a cup final, he's a type of goalkeeper that uh, Galini is a type of goalkeeper that you probably keep in a final. Whereas before, you know, the likes of Vorm has got us to a final and Hugo's coming at the end. Um, I think uh, Galini's there. Obviously, he's still on is on loan with a with an obligation or, or view to buy. But Lloris, um he's never. I think he lost a bit after that um, bad injury against Brighton when he when he went back, and uh, I don't think he's ever been the same goalkeeper. But he's our best. Is our best goalkeeper, and he will go down as one of the best in the Premier League. Certainly, the you know the, the, the longest serving. He's been here for ten years, and um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. His only issue with the only issue I have with Lloris is when he parries a ball out. He always tends to parry it out to an opposition uh, player or within the <laughs> danger area. One thing I've noticed with Galini, although he's only played one and a half games, he does push it push it behind. So there's a, an improvement there already. But yeah, Lloris, I, I fought his corner when everyone was shouting to get Hoiberg as the next uh, captain for this season. No, I, I thought that would have lacked total class by Spurs mm. to take away the captaincy from from him just to give it to. Um, Hoiberg because he shouts a bit more. No, no, that's wrong. That's very un unfair. He is a captain. He is captain material. But he's uh, he is captain of material. He is a captain on the pitch. He doesn't need a cut armband to uh, to be a captain. And he's probably the sort of player who probably turn around and say, 
take Captain Captain Darbin off Lloris, who's been here what nine seasons. Piss off, mate. <laughs> no, he would he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. So uh, no, Lloris is our club captain. His uh, he leads by example. We saw in the uh, documentary how much uh, how vocal he is within the uh, dressing room. Um, he's a legend. He'll go down as a legend. You know, there's not many. I think I've put a tweet out with regards to Gary Mabbott today. He's a uh, happy birthday. Uh, yeah. 60 today. Yeah. Um, legend is a very commonly used word, uh, but very few uh, players earn it. Lloris is a legend. He'll go down as a legend. Mm. I mean, our defence, uh, Brad, has looked, I, I know it's only two games, it, it's looked a lot better than last year where we've been under pressure for large periods of the game. Whereas last year, like you said, it was just, it was a matter of time until that goal went in and the heads completely dropped. But do you think the defence is, is is turned a corner a little bit and, and that's to do maybe with the way that Nuno simplified things maybe? And he, he's played the same defensive five, if you if you want to include Loris, two games in a row, which I, I, I can't remember Mourinho playing the same back four no. two games in a row. Uh, obviously, Romero's there. He's slightly injured at the moment, so that might change. But it looks like they've got a core back four and that could be also helping uh, Loris you know, he's got the same back four that he's in communication with. Or, or do you think it's a bit too early to start placing the defence, which was uh, uh, pretty well, lackluster last year? We can praise them for the two, first two games, definitely. Uh, they played very well. Uh, Sanchez seems to have come back a lot more confident now uh, from the Copa America. Uh, although I think, I think Sanchez's problem has always been his judgment rather than, and, and that led to the mistakes he used to make. I think he used to lack confidence and then he'd make mistakes. Uh, Dyer, yeah, I mean, Dyer will, will give his all. You know, we, we can't sort of fault him for that. But he still had that little error yesterday where, mm. he, where he tried to pass. But then again, sometimes if you have a player that, uh, that you criticise, you tend to look for the errors, whereas a player that you don't criticise, you don't. So, you know, we all love Son, but he might have made errors that everyone will forget about because it's Sonny. With Dyer, because he gets a lot of flack, and, and it's deservedly so sometimes, uh, yeah, you tend to look for those mistakes. Hugo, uh, I'm spoiled. I was brought up on Pat Jennings, uh, who I don't think in the world there will ever be a goalkeeper as good or reliable as Pat Jennings. But Hugo, as, as Adam says, a great, great shot, shot stopper. Yeah, he's had yeah. errors. Yes, he's made errors, the occasional errors. But if you think back to the Wembley season or just before we went to the new ground, he saved a Bowman Young's penalty and that effectively got us into the Champions League. Then he saved Aguero's penalty which effectively got us into the semi-final of, of the Champions League. So, you know, he's made these really important saves when they were needed. And, yeah, the occasional errors. Yeah, I mean, I've been what, at Tottenham where you tried to do the old Cruyff turn and I think it was Southampton's <laughs> ball. But we, we, ended up, we ended up winning the game anyway, so it's all forgotten. But I think, I think, and I think as far as the captaincy is concerned, yeah, we've seen him on the documentary where he, he he's very, very vocal. And, and also the journalists that have been to the grounds when there's no fans, I said you can really hear him. But also, I think in his interviews, if you watch his interviews, and they're very quite spare, you don't see him many, many times. I was watching the one yesterday after the Wolves game, and I actually sort of thought, yeah, this is why Larissa's captain, because he's very honest and he's very all about improvement and that. And like, yeah, so I think I can see why he's captain. Me personally, I think captains, captaincy is a bit of an irrelevance anyway in modern day football. You know, it's the old cliche to have 11 captains out there. Mm. It's not like cricket where you have to make field and you know you, you move your team around but i think in in football i think it's a bit of a bit of a uh, an overrated sort of discussion really because you know hoiberg will be shouting just as much 
as as he would if, if he was captain as not yeah. being captain. So so I think you have that. Sometimes yeah. maybe in the old days you'd have your your cat your manager on the field. Like uh, my dad used to tell me that that's what Danny Blanchflower was with the double team. He was Bill Nicholson's sort of you know manager on the field. But I think in modern day football, I don't I don't think it happens anymore. But the defence. Again, as I said about the actual performance, yeah, you, obviously you need improvement, and you probably do need a bit of backup there as well. So, so yeah, so it's good so far. You know, work in progress. Uh, work. We'll have to see what what happens when as the season progresses. And and you're right about about playing Dar and Sanchez together. I think that really we never had a settled defence under Mourinho. Mm. And that can't lead to to you know it being any good or or, or confidence in the players. But uh, yeah, so far so good. Do you, uh, speaking of that interview yesterday, Chris, I don't know what you guys think, but was it weird or was it good or was it the way it is that Hugo spoke about Nuno, um, how he's uh, implementing his own style, and uh, they're always in discussion with Nuno. But then he said Steve and Fabio. He mentioned Steve Hitchin and, 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 and uh, Paratici. I've never heard a director of football or, or no. an ex-director of football mentioned within a from from uh, within an interview, um, I don't know if I liked it. I don't know, or maybe it's just a whole new thing. But uh, w- were you guys surprised? How did you take that? Well, yeah, yeah sorry, Brad. Go on. I was gonna say, yeah, it was it was quite strange. But then, if you look at the bench, you've got uh, Paratici and and Hitchin on the bench, sort of shouting and Ooh. giving orders. And I mean, I can't remember Hitchin being on the bench when he was doing the job oh, no. himself. So, so yeah, it is, it is unusual. Uh, uh, but I think uh, well, Pochettino always used to say in his book. He said about Larice is his second in command, and you know, that, and he respected him for that, and that's what they they did work well together. So I think discussing talking with Nuno that makes sense. But yeah, it is. It was a bit of a a bit of a weird one. Uh, but then again, if 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 Paratici is in charge of finding players that he thinks are going to fit in our team, well, then he's probably going to have some sort of input into how we how we play. I guess. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not the last word. And I'm not saying I agree with that, but yeah, he's going to have some sort of input. I would say. Yeah. I mean, his very personality suggests that. So you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was lost in translation. Maybe it was lost in translation a little bit. There was that clip as well, wasn't it, with Paratici and uh, Paratici and uh, Steve against Man City getting up and. I don't know, man. Director of football. That's not. That's Nuno's job. People <laughs> going. Oh, it's great to see. We we, we good. To, we, we glad to see that. No, I don't want to see it again. Um, that's not his job. <laughs> Stick to uh, finding, get on the phone and find us a centre back. You know, go, go and see how Tommy Arsenal's getting on. <laughs> I don't want you on, on the bench, mate. You're, you're the uh, don't call him Don yet. Uh, no, definitely not. Mate. <laughs> definitely not. You know, Don in my eyes, not yet. Maybe Lawrence is coming. As far as I know. As far as I know, Levy's still signing the checks. And, um, well, this, is a this, this is a problem. I'm sure yeah. we'll, we'll discuss this as well. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get the impression that no matter what Paratici does, it's still Levy has the final say with Absolutely. the money side of it, which Absolutely. is uh, a, bit, a bit worrying, I have to say. Yeah, yeah I, I thought Loris's comments were maybe lost in translation a little bit, trying to come across as it's one big family again now, yeah. rather than. It was it was so toxic under certainly at the end it was so toxic under Mourinho and everyone mm. almost against each other so yeah Lois I, I think it's just a what did you think Adam what about Lois's uh, comments yeah. um yeah I, I think the same maybe, maybe lost in translation a bit um uh, it's all, yeah I agree with um, Bob Nuno's a manager yeah. he, he should be on the sidelines he should be 
the one that's dealing with the, the team while they're playing, whatever. Um, yeah, it, it needs to be, you need to keep a hierarchy here. <laughs> you can't you can't have people um, doing all kinds of, of things and, and, and Nuno's a manager, he needs to be trusted as a manager yeah. and, um, and, and and that's that really. That's, maybe that's maybe, maybe uh, Paratici on the sideline shouting is maybe just like any fan. You shout. I mean, we all shout our you know advice. So maybe that's that's all he's doing. He's just being like a fan. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, I don't know. But yeah. I, I I do agree with Adam and Bob. Though uh, it is a it is quite strange. And uh, yeah, Nuno is the manager. And, but yeah. you know, I'm sure he'll have some sort of say if it if it gets that way. So. Yeah. It's working at the moment. We're two two wins in. But uh, yeah. try away, Bob. Try away, Bob was obviously the danger man, and you could see that the the. The, how terrified they were. There was one moment where uh, I think Jimenez was going for the ball, Sanchez was after him, saw uh, Trioway was coming and then just kind of stopped waiting for Trioway to get it and then he got skinned. But I thought Sanchez played awful first 15 minutes and then he kind of got to grips with the game. Whereas last year, he played awful in the first 15 minutes and next yeah. 15 minutes were even worse and carried on. So my yeah. question is this with Trioway, we obviously... It, we didn't let him get past because he's so quick, but did we actually do well against him, letting him try and make a decision rather than getting free kicks and giving them the chance to put balls into the box? Because trial is going to cause problems for all sorts of defences going forward just because of that pace. Uh, but unless he gets his final ball and decision-making sorted yeah. out, that's all he's going to do. So did we actually do quite well against him in the end? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, is is if he's got that much pace, the least you expect is to beat the first man. Um, but... It came to a point where we were, we were backing off. We will say, well, you ain't got a cross on you, mate. Go ahead. You know, you've put in 584 crosses already and none of them has, has <laughs> got anywhere near a Wolves player. Just carry on. Um, and never look every time. I, I was glad he was crossing the ball. I was I was more worried about other players, a, a, a Neves a crossing a ball, than, mm. uh, than a Traore because it was never, ever getting to a Wolves player. By hook mm. I mean... Um, He's not much of a danger man. Uh, he's got pace. It'll get you same bolt if, if you want a pace without any end product. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. As you can probably tell, I'm not a greatest fan. Uh, and yeah, all you have to do with with Trare is keep near him if you can, or double up on him if you need to, uh, but let him put a cross in. Yeah, <laughs> let him put the crosses in. That's, that's fine. Oh, uh, the 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 defense was cuffed. Were were played well enough to deal with all the crosses Traore put in. And I don't think a single one, maybe I'm exaggerating, but I cannot remember a single one going to a Wolves Wolves player. I'm trying to think back. I've seen the game twice now. Probably one, I think, that was along the ground. But even then, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, that just says, you know, he probably had about 15 crosses, 20 crosses in. And I'm struggling to find, uh, remember, one that went to a Wolves head. Yeah, because I think ne Nevis did, did more with one pass than probably Truro did the whole game. And exactly. and the only problem with Nevis is one pass. It, lucky for us, it went to it went to Truro. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. I, I mean, he, he's been linked with us. Uh, uh, mm. uh, Don't bad, start. But, Don't start, Chris. Don't start. Well, before I get onto this, I, I like to know. I've got a question here. I, I, what I want to know is, um, have I? been too light with the emojis here. Ronaldo coming to Spurs. Three laugh emojis. Does it deserve more or is three sufficient? Because that's just nonsense, right? Well there's four of us, but it is four of us, so it probably needs one more. Yeah. Four, <laughs> yeah, four, I, I mean 
Triolway coming to us is something that's possibly likely because of the Nuno connection and he'd be in price range. Ronaldo, absolute nonsense. Uh, but in terms of Triolway, Adam, or if he could score and cross the ball, he'd be a big asset to Tottenham other than that. Clout him with a challenge and he's done. That's what Wayne Bonner says. Hi, Wayne. He always was, uh, adds well. comments in here. But yeah, would you go with that, with that Adam? Uh, or, yeah, or... I, I wouldn't get Triolway. I don't think he'll, he'll bring anything to us, to be honest. But um, going back to yesterday's game, I, I must say, I don't think we dealt with him very well. Um, <clears throat> I think he, um, he, he did get into very dangerous positions very easily. Um, and he was in a position where he could put a good cross into the box, which we, we, we can't let happen. And I think there was a couple of occasions when he actually did. Um, it was just poor finishing, which uh, lets off. I think um, Jimenez was um, just over the bar. I mean, it was a poor finish, but it was a good cross into him. Um, and um, I, I do think that we could have done better dealing with Troy um, yesterday. Yeah. I know he's got a lot of pace, he's got a lot of power, strength, but um, I mean, let, let, letting someone get to the, the byline like that and put a cross in unchallenged is, is criminal, I think, any any point in the game, any times. Mm. Um, and I, th I, think, I think he did that a few times yesterday, but we were let off by poor finishing. Um, but Troy Alway, no, he's not going to bring anything to Tottenham. Um, I wouldn't buy him. Um, he proved yesterday that he needs, you know, two or three chances to actually get a goal. Um, you know, that one-on-one, -on -one, he, he should have put away, really, um, given the, the, the height that he gets and the, and the reputation he's got. Um, I don't think he brings anything to Spurs. I, I think we need to be looking at better players, really. Yeah. 100%. I mean, Alina said here, uh, it gets you off your seat in a bit of excitement. If nothing else, that does appeal. But mm. at that level, you need more than that, I think. Uh, not for 40 million quid yeah exactly. you don't you don't want someone to come in and get you off your seat you're 40 million quid i'm so, yeah. i'm sorry he's well, how many minutes 26 he's shit in my eyes he's, uh, <laughs> he's overrated he's overrated i mean i mean 12, 12 assists in four seasons yeah says says to me and nine of them came in one season yeah nine mm -hmm. of them came and and I, and I know what you're saying adam you know it was poor finishing. It can't be four seasons worth of poor finishing from uh, a, a Wolf side. The only the only reason he got them nine assists was because of Jimenez was unplayable that season. And I don't want. I know a lot of people were saying, um, "Oh yeah, but, you know, if he comes in, he's got Kane there." So why are we bringing a, a player specifically to play with Kane? What happens when Kane's injured, or is is we we don't play Traore? So we we essentially losing two players because of because we shouldn't be bringing in a player who has to rely on somebody else to make himself a good player. That's why I'm totally against the whole narrative of Ali's a worse player now because he hasn't got Ericsson about him. No, with all due respect, Ali, piss off with that. You, you make yourself a player uh, <laughs> uh, rather than someone else. So, no, Traore is, uh, when he went through, I thought, thank God, he's not going to score. <laughs> um, anybody else, anybody else would have done that. It was, a, it, it was an easy save for Lloris. He didn't stretch. He didn't have to be clever. He just... Yeah. Sat down. He goes, "Come on, then, mate." And he went, "There you go." Um, it, there's nothing there. And I think the biggest, biggest thing for me, the, 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 the would you say everyone says, "Oh, he's not played. He's not played in a better team." Would you class Spain as a world class, world class team? Certainly a good yeah. team, a great mm. team. They mm. were one nil down, or certainly goal down uh, against Italy, um, mm. and uh, it was the second half of extra time. Old tired legs um, of Italy, and they didn't bring him on, and they needed a goal. 
that for me just says is all pace and no substance. There's nothing mm. there. There's nothing there. I would not waste. First of all, we don't need we don't need him. We don't need that position working on. Thirdly, 40 million. I would rather spend that 40 million on the centre back and a right back or just yeah. one or the other. No, waste the money, waste the time. But at the same time, trust Nuno. I trust Nuno. If he wants him, he, he, can, he can have him. And we're fickle, aren't we, Brad? If he comes in and he starts <laughs> scoring, uh, mate, I'm, I'm fickle. If he comes and starts scoring and he starts con- uh, uh, doing great, I'll be the first one on the rooftop shouting. He's, try biggest <laughs> Of course we will. We're all fickle. All right. right now, right now, for me, it's a no-go, mate. It's a no-go. I, I, I do agree with Alina's comment if if he's 20, 21, because then you've got yeah. room to progress. He's 26 now and, and been doing this for six years. But if he got a coach that can teach him how to finish and, and, and pick the right pass, then it'd be amazing. But, I mean, you mentioned there, Bobby, he was superb when uh, Jimenez was superb. But what did you think of uh, Jimenez, Brad? Because uh, I, I worry about him. I, I don't think he's got too many years left. And... Wolves fans have said that he, he's still going for challenges like he did, but there was a there was an effort in the second half where he should have stepped forward and he's got an easy header and he's he stepped back to hit it on the volley. And I, I, I don't know who's blocked him, but it's been crowded out. But that says to me that he, 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 he's he got it in his head and he's thinking about it. I, I, I don't want to go for a header if I don't have to. So how how did you think he did yesterday? I mean, he was, he was getting challenged and everything like that, but it was, he wasn't winning anywhere near enough in the air as he no, normally it was, does. It was it was one of those sort of things where you, you think if it had been him and his before the injury, then then you, you can have some problems. But I don't think you'd be human if you didn't have some sort of yeah. you know apprehension about playing football. If you had a break a, a, a head injury like that, we all saw Ra Mason. Ra Mason had to retire. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a really really nasty thing, and you've got to be so so careful. Uh, I mean, okay. In modern day football, the, the ball is is a lot better than it was. You know, when players used to get it, the old Jeff Astles and that. You know, that was. I mean, those balls in those days was was like, yeah, they could split your head <laughs> open. But you know, <laughs> modern, modern day football, modern day balls are fine. But yeah, certainly going in for challenges and you know, and you you see people go and you know, not not, not heads together, and it'd only take one one thing. So that's got to be in the back of his mind when he when he plays. You know, no matter what what he might say or what his coach might say, going back to Traore, uh, I found it interesting that I'm not sure if it's the commentators or it might have been some people on you know on on YouTube were saying, "Oh, Nuno could get the best out of him at Tottenham." Well, hang on a minute, Nuno was his coach at, at Wolves, so you know that doesn't sort of fit. You know, why would he get the best <laughs> if he didn't get the best out of him at Wolves? So, so yeah, but from what I keep reading they really want him so yeah. problem being or from Tottenham's point of view is that I think we've offered a loan deal with a, a thing to buy but Wolves won't accept that so that's yeah. probably out the water. that's probably blown that one out of the water anyway so uh, we're probably worried about nothing but I yeah 40 million a lot of money for, for Troy definitely the idea that I've read is that they could if you play him you can that allows Son to to, to get up front with, with Kane and have that sort of dual partnership up front but I don't know is it worth it's not worth 40 million does it yeah change it slightly like that. No. Do you think Jimenez is Jimenez Jimenez is one bullet header away from really going you know going to that same level because I, I think that's it. I think he just needs one solid headed goal and I think he'll come back because you could see elements of his his skill still there. He's still good on the floor 
Um, he turned one of our defenders pretty well. He's, he's, he can link up play really well. And I do rate him. You know, I always thought if Kane was to go, he was going to be uh, our best option. But I just think he needs one good, solid bullet header of a goal and he'll be fine. He'll be fine. But he could also be one one solid bullet header from retiring. That's, that's, that's the it, problem, mate. you know. That's, that's, you know it, that's, that's what I fear about, you know, from a yeah. totally neutral point of view. I fear, I fear that for... I mean, he wore a headband, didn't he? So there's obviously some something there. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's not like you, you know, you break your leg and you, you know you can break your leg again. You know, this is this is a potentially life changing yeah. thing. So, yeah. so yeah. I mean, he, yeah. Ian Wright said on match of the day too. He was uh, he was too often outside of the the, the width of the eighteen yard box. If you want to score goals as a striker, you've got to be in that eighteen mm. yard box. And mm. he was not doing that before that head injury. So that says to me mm. subconsciously, I don't really want to be in there because the cross is going to come in and that could. I mean, it's going to be a challenge if it's a header generally, and that, yeah, yeah. that's how it happened in the first place. But yeah, I mean, uh, back to trial. Wait, Wayne said, "We do we actually need trial?" Wait, no. possibly not, because we've got a player who who was superb yesterday and has been. And that's Stephen Bergvine, and Adam. How, how important can he be for us? I mean, that skill for the uh, the mm. chance that uh, I think it was Kane's chance. It was, yeah, yeah. Disgusting, <laughs> really. Yeah, disgusting, really. But I mean. And, and the shot he had that Bob mentioned earlier, uh, the, the shot that he had that went to Sonny and then he backheeled it for Sun, got snuffed yeah. out. But, but after yeah. that Liverpool game, he would not have even shot there. He'd have been looking for Sun as soon as he could have yeah. done. The, the confidence is back for Bergwijn. So, and he's a workhorse as well. He reminds me so much of Alan Lennon. He was the best winger we've had in a long time <laughs> in tracking back and helping the fullback. And Bergwijn reminds me of that. But I think he's a crucial part of that team. But, how important do you think, Adam, he can be this season? Injury-free, yeah. obviously. Extremely important. Extremely important. I, I hope this season is a good season for him because um, I, I, th I think he, he can really push on if he has a good season this season. Um, I remember Son, when he came to Spurs, he had a couple of seasons which where he was just finding his feet and, um, and then he let the hand break off and, and look where he is now. So, yeah, and Bergwijn is, is a team player. He'll, he'll track back. He, he'll dig in for the team. He'll, he'll do his defending and he'll, he'll cover the fullback and whatever. So, and going forward, obviously, he's got pace, he's got strength, he's got skill. Um, he may need a little bit more, a little bit more clinical um, in front of goal, but that will come. That will come with confidence and that will come as he develops. I mean, he's only young. So, yeah, I, th I think um, this could be a really big season for him and I hope it's a, a good season for him and he can, he can build from that and be a really good player for us in the future yeah yeah i mean wayne has said uh bob he could be huge for us jose broke his confidence new has his work cut out yeah. to build it up again which will take time but i think jose i agree with wayne jose but i, I think that liverpool game not missing yeah. the chance but the abuse that followed he, he's mm. a young man moved to a different country he's got a young kid i think he had death yeah. threats mm. i think that absolutely killed him and then where wayne says with jose he just dropped yeah. him yeah whereas if he gets a manager like a Nuno looks like he will be, that you're still in the team, yeah. could be do wonders for him. I've fallen out uh, with play uh, with with fellow YouTubers, Dave Irish. He'll, he'll say he'll tell you me, me and him have gone full full pelt full pelt with uh, <laughs> with, uh, with, with with regards to Bergwijn. He doesn't like him, and I've rated. To be fair, he's he's turning his views slowly. I've always liked him. I think he's going to be a huge player. I th I believe in him. I think there's potential there. You know, people are going. Uh, people are saying Traore is better than 
than Bergwijn. The stats are for Bergwijn in 37 games. He's got five assists and four goals. And Traore's 12 assists and seven goals in over 100 games. Mm. And let's not forget, mm. nine of them came in one season. Um, no, uh, uh, he, there's a reason why Sonny and Lucas went off before him. Because he runs till the end. Mm. He's got he's a fitness freak. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't. I, he'll be an integral part of of a front three, of a front three, or the front three, depending on which way we go. Um, no, 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 no qualms about Bergwijn. I've got full faith in him, and uh, he'll he'll uh, he'll certainly be very successful at, at Spurs. He's young. He's young. And Nuno, if Nuno can bring out the best, so-called best, out of Traore, you know, everyone's going about Nuno's going to bring out the best of Traore. <laughs> certainly, he can certainly bring out the best in. Uh, in Bergwijn. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Brad? Uh, how, how far do you think he can go for Spurs? And, and he's such a likeable bloke as well. And the, the whole death threat and racism, I think, oh, has was, made him was... even more likable. But yeah, disgusting, really. Yeah, that was just for, awful. For, for hitting a post, uh, you know. But yeah, I mean, th- there's oh. obvious improvement and his confidence keeps coming back. It was just unfortunate for him, I think, that goal against Villa came two, <laughs> two games before the end of the season. So he couldn't really yeah. get on a run. But I mean, I, I, think, I think football's a game. Football's a game of fine margins, and I, not that I really want to, but let's take our mind back to the Champions League final. I think it was—I uh, can't remember who it was now. Well, it might be Moira. It was one nil. Moira had a shot. It just went past the post, and then three minutes later, Origi had that shot that just went inside the post, and they, they won two nil. And that, I mean, we're all—we're talking about six, seven inches difference there, you know. But one went up, one went wide. One went in. Both the skill level to hit those shots were both the same, just that one was slightly off. And you know, you can't, you can't. I'm going to hit that shot, you know, within two inches. You know, you get it on target. And I think with Bergwin, he hit the post of that Liverpool game. It could have gone in. You know, mm-hmm. he put it wide. It could have gone in. And it's a different story. So I think that it could be a situation where he will get one of these chances and it will go in. And then you'll find that every chance he has in the next three or four games will have the same sort of effect, and he could score four or five goals in a row. And then suddenly it's all forgotten. I I think that uh, yeah, there's definitely a player there. Uh, he puts in, which is what Nuno seems to want. He wants this fitness level, which we didn't have last season, and he's one that you can rely on. Uh, I, I was surprised that Son came off yesterday, but I think that might be due to his possible injury. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's for Son, it's almost like a like to like because Son was playing sort of up front. But Bergwijn, yeah, I think he he, uh, I, yeah, I. I I'm glad we're keeping him. I really do want him. It's one of those sort of players you really want him to score. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So disappointed in I think one of the friend, preseason friendlies where he was through and going, he and he he passed it to I think Son yeah, to score. Sunny, you know, yeah. Whoever got yourself, you know. But yeah, <laughs> I, I uh, yeah. And also the thing is, who are you going to replace him with? Who's mm. better that we can afford and buy that's available? Who's better than Bergwin in that sort? That's probably Traore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and your stats, probably, as, yeah, as as sort of you know, answered that one. So, and and if I remember rightly, that brilliant goal that uh, non non Don Belly, so I say, scored against Sheffield United. I think it was a through ball from uh, Bergwin that set him up for that yeah. little yeah. chip ball over the top. So yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, I'm I'm I've got a lot of faith in Bergwin definitely. Yeah, I mean, from one player who's a. Uh getting better all the time, Adam. Uh, I mean, it's going to take a bit more than two good performances for him to get back to his best. Is Delhi? is he getting back to his best? He's obviously got a different role now uh, where it's a lot more disciplined. He, he's uh, playing a bit more deeper and snuffing danger out. Uh, 
but he did make the run which he's famous for, which got the penalty, clear penalty in my mind. Uh, people saying he looked for it and everything, but if the keeper comes darting out like that, I mean, he's got every right to go down. And he did get clattered, but is he getting back to his best? And will it, you know? Will you say he's back to his best now? Or does it need a lot, lot more performances for that to be uh, your opinion and, and the opinion of most um, Spurs fans? He's certainly more dedicated. He seems more dedicated um, to uh, to this season and, um, and 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 performing well this season. Um, I, I mean, again, um, just as in the Man City game, he he ran the most. He covered the most ground today in the Wolves game. So. He's, he's he's definitely um, you know working work, working hard, and um, I, I think he's got the the talent. He's, he's, he's the talent's there for him to to really um, become one of the best players in the Premier League, I think. Um, mm. But the dedication wasn't quite there in the last couple of seasons. But I think that's back, and um, I, I think Deli Ali, um, if if he keeps that dedication, he, he keeps focused. Um, I think again. Um, he can have a really good season this season and um, he, he can be a, a vital um, uh, player for us in, in the season. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Bob, with Delhi, I'm hoping that the Euros getting through to the final, him not even anywhere near the plane, has lit some kind of fire in him saying the World Cup's in a, uh, what was that, about 16 months. I'm on that plane. I'm on that plane. I'm not sitting at home for this one. And that's why he's working a bit harder. Or do you think it's Nuno or combination of both? Or do you think it's a different system? I don't know yet, mate. I'll be honest with you. You know, we've had two, um, England have had two tournaments since he's uh, he, he decided that he'd make, uh, he'd spend more time in his car touching his hat. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 gangster rap. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a wait and see. It's two performances, you know, he, he started well under uh, Mourinho. Mm. Um, remember that West Ham game yeah. away from home when he uh, when he <coughs> assisted while sat on his backside. So, it's a wait and see for him. He needs to keep it up. It's a different role for him. Of course, he's having to adapt. There's a lot more fitness there, which you can see with every player. So, it's a wait and see. Um, is he... At this, at this time of level, ahead the likes of a Henderson, a Mount, uh, a Foden, probably a Foden actually. He's not uh, appeared much, and um, um, uh, uh, you know Calvin, uh, uh, Calvin uh, Phillips, yeah. Phillips. Um, yeah, I think uh, Declan Rice. So I don't think he's there yet. I think Lingard's probably still ahead of him, um, which is saying something. Lingard's not played a bit <laughs> of minutes yet. So, no, uh, it's, it's a wait and see. It's a wait and see. I, I think if he carries on playing like this, of course, there's a, a chance for him to make the international. But for me, he has to do a lot more to make up for the last what... He's been with us... He's been poor with us longer than what he was good with us. Hmm. He's yeah, been I'm... poor with us longer than what he was. But the fact we've seen him at his peak, if I, it's, it's, it's that it's, we're finding it hard to let go because we've seen what yeah. he can do. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a wait and see. He's got a lot more to do for me. But, yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, I mean, Brad, it has to be a positive that he looks a bit more hungry. And, and the confidence hasn't got away. That penalty tucked away like Harry Kane would, yeah. you know, wait for the keeper to move and then just rolled it in. And, and the, the uh, not the confidence, but the, the maybe leadership, but... I won the penalty. I'm taking it. Our main man. No one else is having it. Son's the goal scorer. I'm taking this penalty because I won it. So it looks like the hunger's back, doesn't it? I, I, yeah. I was actually quite. I thought, oh, Son will take this. Mm -hmm. So I was quite surprised. But you're right. It's like, yeah, this is my. And also, 
At last, someone's taken a penalty without that silly little stop and then go again. <laughs> you know, that really annoys me. I mean, you know, I don't want to criticise the England boys, but all the penalties we missed because they did the little stop and then go again. It never seems to work. And, yeah, Dali Ali went up and put it straight in. Uh, like Bergwin, he's one of the players I really hope does well mm. this season. Because, as Bob was saying, we've seen the best of him and he's such a player there. What I will say is I, I hope... He's playing or trying to so hard to play well to get in the Tottenham team. And the England team doesn't even cross his mind. Because if he gets into the Tottenham team and plays well for Tottenham, then the England squad will take mm. care of itself. They'll either mm. pick him or they won't. So I really hope mm. he's, he's doing... Because I think Harry Winks said uh, last season and got a lot of justifiable criticism yeah. of saying, oh... I want to play football because I want to make the Euros. It's like, hang on a minute, mm. you want to play football because you want to play for Tottenham Hotspur, not because you want to make the Euros. Mm. And I think with Deli Alley, I'm hoping that the reason that he, he and he looks like he's hungry, uh, again, it's only two games, but he looks like he's hungry. And I really hope it's because he wants to become a fixture in the Tottenham Hotspur football team and not because he's playing for the World Cup in, in uh, whenever it is, is it December. Is it December this year or is it next year? It's next, next year, year it? it's November, yeah. December, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. But so, so he's got the whole this, this season to uh, to do that. So, yeah, so I, I hope he's he's determined to, to make the Tottenham spot his own and do well for Tottenham and win things for Tottenham rather than be thinking, I want to play well and get play for Tottenham because I want to play for England. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Another player. I think we've all done really well. 45 minutes. And we haven't spoken about him. Kane returns. <laughs> I didn't think that would happen this season because I thought he'd be gone now. But uh, what did you make of that, Adam? He, he got a rousing reception from the Spurs fans that the one of your own was ringing out, drowning the Wolves fans out uh, before he came on. Yeah. Uh, he looked like he was confident and, and wanting to make a difference. He should have scored, but he, he's making yeah. the effort to get into that and running past Bergwijn. Oh, what did you make of his little cameo and then clapping the Spurs fans at the end and uh, hugging Nuno? Well, there's nothing much more he can do, really, is there? I mean, he's, he's, Nuno's brought him on. Um, you know, he, he came on and he should have scored. But um, it, doesn't, it doesn't deflect from the fact that he wants to go he doesn't. He doesn't want to play for Tottenham. He wants to go, and um, I, I think we need to get. We, we we need to sell him, and we need to get the money for him. We, we need to buy other players. Um, <clears throat> but I think Pep is saying that um, the the um, he's unsure about whether whether the Kane deal is going to go through this summer, and it's looking increasingly like it it won't. Um, I know Man, Man City are preparing a new bid for him. Um, Maybe this week, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it's clear that he he needs to get a bit more fitness. He's a little bit rusty, um, but um, is he just waiting for 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 that move to Man City to happen? It seems like that to me. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bob, we uh, we were on Eugene's channel yesterday pre-game, and you were saying you you expected people to boo him. Uh, were you surprised yeah. that there was no booing and that it was just vows in one of your own? Yeah, absolutely. I, I went on Twitter as well, saying I, you know I don't get why people are surprised that Kane's going to get booed. It's 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 it's, uh, it's granted, but as Spurs fans have twice made me really proud so far this mm. season. First of all, Saka mm. uh, when he came on and everyone clapped, and there's no reason why anyone. Sure, even tire from AFTV was bigging us up, and that's saying something. Um, mm. But uh, and yesterday, uh, the way they sang, we sang, 
is one of our own game of goosebumps. And I was and I was on Twitter straight away saying, I'm so pleased to be proved wrong. Um, mm. It made me proud to be a to be a Spurs fan. With regards to Kane himself, yeah, I think it was professional when he came on. Uh, did very well. Um, he did what he, he normally does. I think we look better. He links up the play uh, a bit better and it, he eased a bit of pressure. With regards to him wanting to go, Man, I hate Man City right now more than I hate Arsenal. Um, <laughs> I do, I do. The uh, Pep's blatant tapping mm-hmm. um, of of our player in the media, um, the self entitlement attitude that they go go around because they've got a bit of money, thinking that they'd still be a big team uh, if they didn't have the money. With all due respect, before two thousand eight, you guys were shit. The US shit. Um, <laughs> Pep for me is overrated. He is. He wouldn't, last five, months. He wouldn't last five months at Burnley. Sean Dyche for me yeah. is a better manager than, than than what Pep is. When I say manager, the manager at Man City is the owner who buys all the expensive toys <laughs> and gives it to a Pep to play with. And Harry Kane's not going anywhere. He's our player. He's the best striker in the world for one of the biggest football clubs in the world. You don't go to Man City for a challenge. Uh, nah. And if if you think winning a trophy where you're part of a, a billion pound squad, who, by the way, we beat and beat fairly, um, <laughs> if that's going to bring you joy, then then so be it. But no, mate, you've got three years on your contract. You stay, we'll build a team around you. We will be, build a team. We'll be successful. And all this narrative, oh, we'll keep it for another year. No, with all due respect, fuck that. You're staying for the full three years. <laughs> you will want to stay for the full three years because we will be successful. We've got more chances of being successful, Harry, Keane, Harry Kane, up the, t- up the squad than out the squad. And I don't believe in the narrative that all down tools. Two, uh, two, two, two words, World Cup, is not going to down tools. He's going to have to mm. perform. So Harry Kane stays. He won't go. Um, I don't care if they're coming with 200 million now. We're not going to be able to buy anyone. Mm. Leafy, leafy, he is. Leafy, <laughs> I, I, I wish he was a bit leafy. That um, leafy. Lee, That's leafy, the nicest leafy. thing he's been called in 10 years. <laughs> uh, absolutely, <laughs> Le- Levy uh, isn't stupid enough. I, I say that it's going to be famous last words to sell Harry Kane. Now we're not going to get. If he's going to sell him, he should have sold him a week ago so we get replacements. No, no, Harry Kane staying, and we're going to win things with him. Um, yeah, I mean, because he is one of our own. Yeah, I mean, do you I, agree? Uh, Sorry, so, carry on. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. First of all, the reaction when he came on was absolutely brilliant, and I was so, so relieved to hear that. Uh, and apparently, I think the, I didn't pick it up, but I read to it today. The Spurs fans were singing, "Harry Kane, he's he's worth more than Wolves. He's worth more than Wolves." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Wolves, Wolves, were, Wolves were saying, "Oh, Harry Kane." He wants to leave or something. He wants to go. Yeah. He wants to go. And they turn around saying, Harry Kane's worth more than Wolves. Yes, so yeah. uh, it was a great banner. It was a great banner. And that, I could, when they were shouting, you could actually see the Wolves fan pissing themselves. So it was a great banner. Great yeah, story. it was good. I, 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 uh, I, I still, I still have this horrible feeling that on the last day of the window. Don't, don't say it, Brad. I, I'm sorry. I, I've seen Daniel Levy do it before with, with Dimitar yeah. Berbatov. Although, to be yeah. fair, Berbatov did down tools. But, yeah, yeah, that bid coming in on the last side of the window and he's going to see dollar signs or pounds or euro signs, whatever he says in front of his eye. That's that's the only thing that worries me. And then he'll come out and say, well, when you get off of that sort of money, what can you do? Whether Man City will do that or not, I don't know. That's That could be the saving grace is that Man City probably 
I don't know. I really don't. They're backed by a billionaire oil sheet. So, you know, <laughs> it's not like they haven't got any money. So uh, that's my one worry. I think that if Kane does stay with us, and I hope I hope he does, I think that uh, he'll give it his all. Because right? he, he's a professional footballer. And, and as Bob was yeah. saying, World Cup's to come. Hey, look, if you've got to play for your boyhood club, you're going to want to win something with them. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, if we do win something with Harry Kane, he might think at the end of the season, well, actually, I got so much more out of winning that with Tottenham than I ever would have got out of winning anything with Man City. Because you say it's not a challenge to get a Man City and win things. You know, it's, 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 I just never get that. It's, it's, I keep saying we're all Spurs supporters. If we were playing for for Spurs, you know, I'd, why would you want to just to guarantee winning something? And it's and then it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy then because what happens? What happens? Man City win everything, and then other players will join them because they want to win things, which will make them stronger, and they'll win everything again. And then other players will join them. It's just a, a never ending circle. So yeah. I don't know how you stop it, but uh, so I hope bunch, that... uh, even their fans are a bunch of tosspots. But um, <laughs> yeah, I need to. Uh... I need to go, guys. Uh, as Chris, you know, I need to. I've, yeah. I, I, I double booked, mate, so I'm really sorry about that. Oh, no, no um, worries. You've been on here for an hour. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks. No, so no, it's been it's been absolutely great, and hopefully you invite me back. Um, oh, yeah, I'm definitely. Not, Come on I'm whenever not, you want. Not, uh, yeah, I've, I've not. But, yeah, great to meet you, Ad. Brad, always, always see on We Are yeah. Tottenham. Yeah, and, Bob, and, yeah. And yeah Dave, Bob, anyway. Bob, probably. Uh, just, just before you go, just before you go, if anyone didn't hear at the start or they, they're living under a rock and don't know about Bob Spur TV, <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> yeah, Bob Spur TV. Two shows uh, a week at the moment, a day after the day before show, which is a day after the match, be it a Sunday or a Monday. And uh, Saturday nights, if you're not going out and fancy chill out, chill out, chill out Saturday. Uh, in the wall show between, it's normally half ten, or 11 o'clock, where we just look back at the weekend's football and previews for uh, Spurs games, which obviously we're going to have a few games on Sunday. So, uh, but no, first of all, if you've not subscribed for to Chris's uh, Let's Talk Tottenham, make sure you guys do. And of course, like, subscribe, and you know, you know, you know, you know how it goes. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know the school. Yeah, thanks so much again for coming on. Uh, the Bob, Bob's uh, Twitter handle and YouTube link will be on the description in YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, there's no excuses. No excuses. No Come on, Tom. Come on, Tom. All right, and then there were three. So, uh, coming back to Harry Kane, Wayne has said it's not a case of Kane not wanting to play for Tottenham. It's Kane having had enough of Levy's lies and BS, which. I mean, yeah. Adam, is it is there going to come a point that if uh, if Bob is wrong that we don't win stuff with Harry, it's oh, it's very tricky, isn't it? Because Berbatov, Bale, Modric weren't self-confessed Spurs fans. No, Kane is. None of yeah. them were ever in the chance of beating Jimmy Greaves' record. They're becoming legends, fine, but legends along with other people. If Kane beats Jimmy Greaves' record, mm. he's 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 ahead of the pack, isn't he? Uh, mm. And then, when you consider if he stays in the Premier League, he and injury free, he will beat Shearer's record. So, mm. I mean, we've said it time and time again. He made a real mistake there, him and his agent, not getting a get out clause or a release clause in that contract and signing a six year deal <laughs> and trusting Daniel <laughs> Levy. Yeah. Uh, do you think up. it will ever come to the case of this is going to be a proper, proper standoff? We don't win stuff, and then he gets to. 30. I mean, really, this is his, his last chance of a big, big move. Haaland's probably going to be around transfer next season, possibly even Mbappe. 
you, I mean, yeah, I mean, how would you read that situation? I mean, that could turn really sour, but I don't think it will because of the Spurs connection. I think that's what will, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's a very tough situation for Harry Kane, and he's obviously given it a lot of thoughts. I mean, he has a connection with Spurs, and it's obvious that he loves loves Spurs and loves Tottenham, and obviously grown his career with Tottenham, and we brought him through, and he, you know, made him the player he is really um, at the club. Um, but it's obvious that he would like to finish his career winning a major trophy, mm. and that, that's what it boils down to. He wants to finish finish his career, and he wants to have a major trophy. Um, uh, you know, to, to, to see for it, you know. <clears throat> um, I don't know if he's bothered about the, the goal-scoring record and everything like that. I think he's more bothered about winning a major trophy, the Premier League, Champions League, something like that. And it, it's obvious that he can't see himself doing that at Tottenham. So that's that, that's the dilemma he's in. He loves Tottenham, and it's obvious that he's a Tottenham boy. He's, he's from um, Chingford. Um, I think Walthamstow, isn't he? Mm. Something like that, or something like that. Yeah, he's come from the area. Um, He's you know come up come up through the Tottenham ranks, but he wants to win a major trophy, and he can't see himself doing that Spurs, and that's why he's pushing this move. And um, you can see the dilemma that he has, Um, and he's he's obviously made his decision that he wants to move and win a major trophy. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's a difficult situation, <laughs> very difficult situation, and and the the you know Harry is as a, as a player, he's one of the best players in you know world football. Really, um, it's it's a very difficult transfer to to get done anyway, given given his status. Mm. So it's, it's a very very difficult situation, and um, I hope it you know it resolves itself in the best way for, for Spurs. Really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I- I mean, we managed 45 minutes without talking about him on about 15 now. But, uh, uh, Brad, uh, it's, uh, uh, get, uh, barring a few days, is a week until the transfer window ends. I mean, I, this is Daniel Levy who sold Berbatov with two seconds left for a, a big fee. <laughs> so it's always the case that Man City come in with what Levy wants and then he'll s- sell him and we'll get someone like Fraser Capital or, or a real oh. panic buy. But, he can't yeah. make that mistake again if Man City come in. I, I read today that that City's £100 million bid was made up of 75 in cash and 25 yeah. in bonuses. I mean, no, no wonder if it's if that if that's true, no wonder Levy's blocking their calls because that's just a, a disgrace, like Bob was saying, just the arrogance. And But, I mean, can you see the transfer happening now, even if City put the bid in that Levy wants, or do you think it's too late now? And and if, if one does come in and because it's too late, Levy declines it, what does that do to Kane? Because if it, if everything that we've been led to believe he was annoyed with the fact that he hasn't been allowed to go for 125, if he's not allowed to go now, he's going to be even more furious, isn't he? I mean, it's a yeah. real dangerous situation. I, I I think if Man City come in with a 150 million straight off bid, even if it is one minute, well, it won't be one minute because you wouldn't be able to do it, but if it is on transfer <laughs> deadline day, I, I think that, Levy might accept it. That's what worries me. Yeah, and and we, don't know, we don't know what the conversations they've had, do we? I mean, you know, they might have said, hey, Harry, you're worth 150. Sorry, mate, you ain't going anywhere, you know. 
unless I get 150. I mean, you might have had that conversation with him. I do worry about what would worry me at the moment. Well, it wouldn't worry me because we'd be getting a top player. But if we suddenly uh, spent a lot of money in the next sort of three or four days on a, on a forward, say Martinez, for instance, 80, 90 million, then I'd be tended to think, hang on a minute, that's the cane money being spent there. And it'd be more likely that he would go. But we haven't done that. We're still trying to get loan deals through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting with with Kane actually with with his his uh, his people because one he had that statement that came out didn't he a few weeks ago which was so late in the day about what had been going on and mm-hmm. then we had the situation where last week everyone's going hey where's Harry he hasn't hasn't tweeted about a great win by <laughs> Tottenham you know and then suddenly you have a in the next few days you have him getting there training hard getting there sort of thing and then you had the mm-hmm. tweet yesterday. Saying, you know, oh yeah, great win, guys. You know, you sort of wonder was that him or was that his his, his team saying we better get something out, Harry? Yeah. Got... Or, or it might just be. It could be the. I mean, it could be the other way around. Maybe Kane wanted to put a tweet out against Man City, and his his team said no. Yeah, and this yeah. this this week, maybe said no. Sorry, I'm putting a tweet out. So it could be the other way around. Let's not all, you know, get on on, on Kane's back. It could be the fact that he's actually gone against his his team, but. But yeah, it's 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 hard to. I still think he'll give his all. I mean, we. I mean, Modric wasn't a Spurs fan, but his last season at Tottenham, we didn't get the transfer. I think he missed the first game because of. I uh, oh no, his head wasn't there. But yeah, from yeah. memory, he had an absolutely brilliant season that that season. It was mm. wonderful. And then mm. same with with Bale, his last season at Spurs. So mm. I still think Kane will give it. And and as Bob was saying, it's up to us to make him to want to stay. As to winning trophies, I don't know. Maybe I'm not thinking as a professional footballer. I mean, I never was anywhere near becoming, you know, a professional footballer. But it's like, well, okay, you know, I've been a Spurs fan all my life. If someone, if Man City said to me, okay, Brad, we're going to pay you £100 a week. Let's not talk silly money, but we're going to pay £100 a week if you become a City fan. And I'd think, yeah, yeah, you know, because you know, we're paying £100 a week and you're guaranteed to probably win something. No, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Even hundred pound a week, even if I accepted the money, and Man City did win, it wouldn't be the same. It just wouldn't. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I, I'm exactly the same. I've always said that if I was a professional footballer, play for Tottenham, I'd never ever leave. But then <laughs> it's easy for me because I'm nowhere near that good, so I'm never exactly. ever going to have to have that conundrum to make. But um, yeah, I mean. I worry about the same thing you do, Levy, just getting the money he wants. And then, uh, mm. you know. But in terms of transfers, Adam, I mean, Wayne, he, he said this a while ago. I haven't forgotten about you, Wayne. He's very optimistic here. We need another centre-back, wide-back, central midfielder, playmaker and striker. <laughs> Although he has said, I can't see all of those being filled. I, I'd say all of them. Uh, the, tra- the transfer window stinks big time of Levy. Uh, in, I'll keep that on there. In terms of those... Uh, I mean, A, Adam, do you think we'll get any of those? Obviously, if we sell Kane, we have to get that striker. And B, I mean, B, uh, what ones do you think we need? Or do you think we need all? And C, oh, I did have a C and I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, C, do you think we will get any of those to try and convince Kane we are serious? Um. I don't. It's obvious we're not going to get them all. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if I was to go for one, I'd want a playmaker now. I think. Mm. Um, I think we 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 could do with a playmaker. Um, <clears throat> um, 
in terms of, of getting one um, to, to try and keep Kane, I, well, I mean, I don't know what our money situation is here. I mean, uh, there's been talk about selling in Dombele. Mm. If we could sell him and maybe bring in, use that money to bring in a playmaker, then, then maybe. Um, but um, without selling someone, I, I can't see Levy paying, what, 60, 70 million on a playmaker. Um, without selling a player first, it's, it's, it, he's just not going to do it. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Um, I, I, I think it's one or the other. It's, it's a new playmaker, a new striker, or, or Harry Kane. It's, yeah. He's not going to do it. He's, he's not going to spend that much money without offloading um, some players first. That's just not the way it works. Yeah, I guess if he, uh, I guess if we, if this Tommy Tommy Asu deal which seems to have gone very quiet. I guess if that deal went through, then we'd have the centre back and the right back, so that would kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the playmaker, yeah, I think yesterday, you know, we conceded a lot of possession towards, and we needed someone to put their foot on the ball and just sort of dictate the play a bit. We sort mm-hmm. of missed that. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. the, the other guys put a real big effort in, but I think we still need that. And also, when when we're going to come out against the teams that are going to defend against us, we need that person to unlock. Like on Sunday against Watford, I imagine they'll sit back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's where you do need those sort of players that can do that. Uh, Again, who's out there? I don't really know who's out there. What what players are available at at, at the right price? I mean... Well, Alia, I can't remember if I've... I, I have no idea if I've butchered that name or not. At Leon, he's got a bit of a temper, apparently. But 20 million, he's, he's very early 20s. Playmaker, he'd fit the bill, and and yeah. it's not a huge risk, is it? Twenty million, twenty million. It's not a huge risk because you know. But in, in terms of Underbelly, I don't think it will go because he's been pretty poor. His value's gone down. Levy will want sixty million pound back, and no one's yeah, going to be paying yeah, that. Exactly. But I mean, someone might take a chance. And I I think as well, if we get rid of Underbelly and he goes to a team that you know suits him will regret that and he'll become one of the best in the world if he gets his head right but for us he's not his heart's not in it I don't think for Tottenham so he has to go but there's no way he's going for the 60 million that we paid for him no No. way you'd be lucky to get 30 I think or 40 but Levy won't accept that and he's probably got a few years like Kane left on his contract so there's no issue to sell him really the World Cup's coming up so it's either knuckle down or, or just Stay at home in in the winter or whenever the World Cup is. But yeah, I mean, do you see anyone coming in, Adam, before the transfer window closes in uh, eight days or whatever it is now? Um, I mean, we have been linked with a few few players, um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> quite a few players. <laughs> Messi, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, well, I mean, the last good playmaker we bought in was Ericsson, wasn't it? Mm. And we bought in with bail money. So yeah, yeah. We need we need someone to go before they're going to bring a, a, a big playmaker like Eric, an Ericsson-esque player in. Um, I, I, I can't see us really bringing anyone in. No. Um, who, who else have we been linked with? Um, <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just name a European footballer, chances are you'll be right. Isn't it? He's the most likely player that we're gonna bring in, I think. Yeah. All these wingers are fine. All these wingers are fine. You've got to give them the yeah. ball. Yesterday we struggled getting the ball, and I, I do worry against uh 
I don't think you can keep that pressure up that's on you and that that work rate on you constantly all season because you will burn out towards the end of the season. Certainly, if uh, uh, the top team, the, the first eleven, start playing in the Europa Conference, if we uh, get through that against Pacos and then get through to the yeah. latter stages and then have a good cup run, FA Cup or Carabao Cup. Uh, so I, I, we are sure, sure in in the squad certainly in a backup. Um, but yeah, I mean. Brad, do you see anyone coming in, or do you think it all depends on the bail uh, bail money, Kane money, <laughs> or um, do you think that's a squad that Nuno's got, and it's up to him to sort it out, and we'll yeah. evaluate in January? Uh, unless this this story about Paratici getting all the deals ready and then Jung you can do him in, in you know in the day, I don't know. I, I we've been here before, haven't we, on the various <laughs> directors of football and, and whatever, and we've been interested in um, you know in so many players and, and that sort of thing. <clears throat> So I, I have my doubts, but uh, again, as I've always said, I don't mind if we get the players in, even if it's one minute before deadline day. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've accepted that this season's going to be transitional and we're going to take a time to get the players bedded in. And to be fair, two wins out of two is beyond my wildest dreams at the moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's gone better than what I thought it would go. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's the only one thing I will say is that when it goes quiet, that's when we suddenly sign players. <laughs> and it, it's like recently, okay, the Troy stuff's been going on all day, but apart from that, there's nothing else has sort of really come up. No, we well, got, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to get your hopes up too much, but the Ronaldo rumours have gone quiet. It's just, we're linked with every footballer under the sun, aren't we? And then, the news dies down unless when we do business. But yeah, I get your point with that. Yeah. I was amazed when we got bail again, to be honest. That was, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'm one of the first, you know, I, I will always criticize Daniel Levy for, for the reasons that we all know and love. But yeah, he did well with the bell, the bell one. He did really well with that because I think mean, didn't he get him to pay his wages whilst he was out injured as well? <laughs> so you know yeah. so fair play on that fair play on that one definitely yeah. I mean Adam last week or the week before you said you think top six I think you said possibility but no more than that two wins out of two your mind changed too early to say or, or you still steadfast in top six I, I would, I, no top six we're not going to I don't think we're breaking to that top four I mean I, I think Chelsea are my new favourites for the Premier League I mean, yesterday with Lukaku. Oh my God! They were uh, playing I, Arsenal, though. I reckon my five <laughs> side team will give them a game the way they defended against Lukaku. That was awful. Oh, they, they could have beaten Arsenal five six nil. You know, the, I mean, he's, they were dominant. I mean, he was right. It's just a pure dominance. Um, and I'm not looking forward to Chelsea coming to to um, Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, see, see, I'm the opposite way with that. The way that Man City was, I don't know if you saw Micah Richards' comments, uh, best atmosphere. He's, he's well, one of the best atmospheres, bar none, that he's ever mm. heard. He didn't expect it to be so tribal and loud and all that. And that's mm. Man City, who aren't really high on our hated list. It's only because of the Harry Kane mm. situation that they are, whereas Chelsea are hated. Oh, yeah, and, probably more and, so. Yeah. So that that will be loud, I think. Yeah. And uh, my pick for the league is Liverpool. I think Anfield is an awful place to go to when uh, you're an away team. And I, I, I'm adamant. I'm so, so confident that away at home fans will make a huge, huge difference so, this season. So, so given that 
from what you you guys have said. So we're, we're probably assuming that Man City and Chelsea are going to be top two. And you've mentioned Liverpool. So if we said Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool is the top three, at least fourth spot. Yeah. On our day, we can yeah. be any team in that league. So it only needs a good run uh, now mm. and a good run at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's possible. I'm not saying it's likely, but it is possible. And I, yeah. I think that, uh, you know, Man United, everyone was tipping them last week and they go and draw at Southampton. So, yeah, yeah, and I think that we're, we're capable of winning. And I think there's some teams that we haven't beaten for a while that we're due to beat, Liverpool being one of them. Uh, but, yeah, so I think that, that there's no real team there. Yeah, we, we, we should be there. Or, there's no reason why we should be there or thereabouts for four spot. I'm not saying it's going to happen because yeah. you know, it's, it's still a new team or hopefully a new team and a new coach. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, not beyond the realms of possibilities. Yeah, that's that's what I think as well. And with, uh, yeah, Man United, and, and with fourth, the last two months of the season, no one wants fourth. They keep losing mm. silly games, so it's all, yeah. all to play for. But with Man United, Gary Neville made a good point today. I mean, let that sink in. <laughs> uh, to be fair to him, he is actually quite. Good. I don't mind like Gary Neville, but, <laughs> yeah. But he was saying last year, without the fans away from home, they went one nil down a lot away from home, but there were no home fans to spur the um, home team on. Whereas this this week at Southampton, they went one nil down, got the equaliser, and then you'd expect them like last year, last twenty minutes to be bombarding Southampton's goal. But Southampton spent thirty percent in uh, United's uh, half, had more shots. United yeah. were kind of flat, so I, th I think the home fans will make an absolute huge difference this season. Where, whether after Christmas that will kind of die down because the novelty's gone, uh, as long as the, this COVID thing doesn't come back. But, mm. but yeah, I, I think that Chelsea game. I think, I mean, that's the loudest I've heard at that stadium. We were all there. I mean, mm. I know Adam, you, you you don't go that often. You haven't got a season ticket. Um, but Brad, you're, you're a season ticket holder, yeah. right? I, yeah. I mean, that's the loudest I've heard that stadium. Brilliant, by yeah. quite a long way. And I, mean, and, last, I think the I last, know, one, yeah. Sorry, the last one I think it was that loud was probably the Champions League game against Man City. Yeah, I, I didn't go to that, but yeah, I mean, Adam, you went to White Hart Lane quite a lot, and that was generally quite loud. But I, I, I think that City game surpassed that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, no, it was a great atmosphere, no, no doubt. It was a great atmosphere and, and, and we, we played well. But, um, I mean, I just think Chelsea have got so much strength in depth. Um, whereas Man, Man United, I think they're, they're going to struggle with consistent. They're not going to be consistent enough to win the Premier League this mm -hmm. season. Um, <clears throat> I think Liverpool are a little bit thin on the ground. If they get a couple of injuries, I think they might struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, to, to, to keep up with the likes of Chelsea and, and Man City, um, like they did last season, really. Um, but, but Chelsea this season, um, I mean, I, I think they're going to win the league by a mile, to be honest. Um, oh, a mile? Oh, dear. Yeah. That's a prediction. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I think they are. Um, I think Man City might, might, might struggle this season with consistency. From the sheer fact they haven't, well, hopefully... Yeah, I mean, touch wood, they won't, they won't get Kane, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can only see Chelsea win the league at the moment. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, who's your pick, Brad? For the title? Well, I would have yeah. said Man City, but the way Chelsea have played, 
and now Lukaku's come back, which is probably their one missing piece because that that other forward they had, or is it Werner or not? Yeah, yeah, Werner, yeah. yeah he, he probably you know it's probably worse than Traore at putting chances away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now they've got Lukaku there. Uh, yeah, they're going to be pretty tough to beat, and we'll find out when we're playing them. You know, we mm. beat Man City, so why not beat Chelsea? Exactly. Yeah, we will be favourites to the title. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think that the, the uh, Tottenham Stadium could make a massive difference. And, mm. and I mean, that City game is amazing. You, you've got to give that treatment to every team that come there, starting with Watford, mm. yeah. make it a fortress again, because that's going to be key for us. You know, pick you pick up uh, away wins here and there and and stuff, and against the teams in the top four that you're competing against, just don't lose at but home. Like, just but win. like the team, but like the team, the fans, the supporters, myself included. Have got to be up for the what what for games mm, as much yeah. as Man City games, and we still don't know. We played well against Man City pretty much the whole game. You know mm. when things start going bad, like not only just Tottenham, like any home home crowd. You know when the fans start getting on their back a bit. So that's why we got we've got we've got to be brilliant ourselves. The fans have got to be you know be be consistent this season as well, and just get behind because when we get behind them in that stadium, which as we all know was designed by the guy who does the sound for the U two. To a U2 mm. tour, you know, to keep the sound in. I mean, mm. you can tell that it's loud when that crowd sings. It is loud, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, that uh, and I, I went pitch side at White Hart Lane once uh, years and years ago. I think I was presenting Huddleston with the support oh. stuff, young player of the year. So I had to go down pitch side to give it to him. Before we did this, they showed the highlights of the season, and the whole crowd, only thirty fans, were all singing and shouting that. I'll tell you what, on the pitch, it is so much louder than when you're up in the stands. Mm. So I can imagine what it must be with that 60,000 crowd shouting and singing if you're on the pitch. That must be amazing. I don't know how I'm ever going to experience that, but I'd love to. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to the Watford game, I think. Wolves was always going to be a tough match. Mm. And, and there were so many factors there, the Harry Kane situation, the Traore situation, regardless of what he does when he gets into the final third, he's always a threat. Jimenez there, Nuno go back to his old team early in the season. It was always going to be a, t- a first home game for Wolves with fans. It was always going to be tough, Wes. If we play like that against Watford, I would be disappointed, I think, if we sit back yeah. against them and allow them on. So I think... While, while while there are a lot of Spurs fans upset with the performance yesterday, I do get that because it wasn't very good. I, I can accept it as long as it's not every week like it was under mm-hmm. Mourinho. But as I, I think as I also said yesterday on on Eugene's show, uh, Eugene show, yeah, you know, like like I'm sure I'm going to get annoyed at Tottenham for bad performances and losses. <laughs> so why, why should I get annoyed at Tottenham when we've won? So you know, so yeah. you know, so you enjoy the moment, enjoy the, that you know when when you got the chance. I remember when we beat. Uh, Sweden in the World Cup semi final, and a mate of mine's going, yeah. oh, quarter final. Mate of mine's going, why are we all celebrating? Only the quarter final. I said, well, this might be the last one we win, you know, <laughs> semi final, then you're going to be regretting not celebrating this one. And exactly what yeah. happened. But, so, yeah, so you celebrate your wins, you celebrate your wins, and, and, yeah. and yeah, go on to the next one. So, yeah, I mean, there's always a positive, isn't there? It, I mean, yesterday it was the, the fact that we, we didn't concede again after. Mm-hmm. There was an immense pressure, but like like Bob said earlier, it wasn't um, clear cut chance after clear cut. Yeah. There was only really one, one wasn't there? Which yeah. you can argue is Wolves not playing to their best ability. 
Or you can argue that it's it's our structure and team shape that cut yeah, all of those situations out. Yeah, I think we defended a lot better yesterday and threw ourselves in front of the ball, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I haven't really got anything else to say there. <laughs> I, I think we've run out of time, really, and run out of stuff to talk about. We can start yeah, talking about the Watford. We can start talking about the Watford game, and then that completely makes my uh, stream of yeah, Friday lunchtime pointless. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll end it there. Uh, thanks everyone for uh, uh, put comments no, in. It. Uh, it, Adam, man. thanks so much for coming on. As always, becoming Pleasure. a regular now. Yes, yeah. Enjoy I'm it. sure you'll be. I'm sure you'll be back next Monday. Uh, Brad, thanks so much for coming on. No problems, anytime. Uh, pleasure to have you on. I'm sure you'll be on again unless you decide to ignore me, which is beyond the realms of possibly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you've got Brad's Twitter handle there. Um, uh, for anyone who didn't hear the start, uh, your your music channel that you're hoping to launch, YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, just tell us a bit about that, which will obviously be advertised on the Twitter yeah. handle. Uh, I'll, 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 all these uh, these streams, I'll, I'll advertise it when it's out. I haven't thought of a name for it yet, so. Uh, so, yeah, that will probably hopefully in September. Well, actually, September's next week, isn't it? So hopefully sometime <laughs> in September, uh, once I get stuff recorded and that. I mean, that's the problem is just getting stuff that's acceptable so I can put on YouTube and then uh, mm. finding out how you upload stuff to YouTube. That's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I'm sure it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if I can do it bad, anyone can do it. I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, but, yeah, thanks, guys, so much for coming on. Uh, speak Cheers. to you next week. Uh, another good win. Not a good win, a win. Uh, hopefully we get a good win. Uh, next game, three out of three. Come on, you Spurs. On you Spurs. See you, Chris. See you, Adam. Thank you so much for watching. For everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments, before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs! <laughs>